God bless the city of Rock Hill. Rock Hill is such a special place. You're going to know Rock Hill from more than Football City USA. Pathways, Indoor Center, Knowledge Park. It's just a wonderful time to be in Rock Hill right now. The city of Rock Hill is one of the only destinations that fully gets it. It builds world-class venues that are better than anywhere in the United States. Welcome to CityCast. Uh, my name is Ashley Studebaker alongside co-host here, Matthew Cray, where we aim to keep you updated on all things City of Rock Hill. Today we are joined by Garnet McCown. So thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you. And before we get into the fun side of things where we'll let Matthew take that away, can you give us just kind of a um, where you're from and how you got to the City of Rock Hill? Sure. Well, I'm actually from Rock Hill. I, I was born here, grew up here, uh, went to Winthrop here, so I, I've ne- I never left. I love my city and I love being here. Um, I actually got involved with Parks Recreation Tourism when I was in college. Um, I was a volunteer at, um, actually the staff called Winthrop and said they needed a student to uh, run a exercise program for seniors. Um, at Fuel Park Center and I volunteered to do it and through that volunteerism and some other things when a job became available they gave me a call and I started um, a month out of college I started and I've been here ever since. And what does a recreation division supervisor do? Uh, Well um, in the recreation division we have all four recreation centers uh, Boyd Hill, Northside, Fuel Park and Emmett Scott uh, we have programs for youth, seniors, uh, therapeutics, uh, some small special events, swimming pools, um, and a, a host of fun activities. So you help control all that. I do. All that stuff. Cool, cool. We'll hop into our, our questions here in a second, but we want to get to know Garnet. So I've come up with what we call our speed round, where I'm just going to ask you questions about yourself. Uh, most of them are this or that. I'll give you two options. You pick one, and we have to do as much as you can in 60 seconds. So we're going to... Uh, start a timer and okay. are you ready? Brace yourself. I'm ready. In the summer, ice cream or snow cones? Ice cream. Ice cream. Big party or small gathering? Small gathering. Sneakers or sandals? Sneakers. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Something that scares you? Roller coasters. Mm. Soups or sandwiches? Uh, sandwiches. Favorite type of sandwich? Uh, Turkey. Preferred dipping sauce? Ranch. Vacation or staycation? Vacation. All right. Morning person or night owl? Morning person. Would you rather start work late or leave work early? Uh, definitely leave work early. Yeah, I feel like that goes with the one right before it. <laughs> uh, wash the dishes immediately or wait until the sink is full? Definitely wait. Uh, di- <laughs> dine in at a restaurant or get food delivered? Dine in. Do you have a favorite vegetable? Uh, broccoli. Beach or mountains? Both. What is the best holiday? Christmas. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. And why pancakes over waffles? They're easier to make, easier to eat. True. And they're yummy. Awesome. Well, that's they- our minute. We went right up against it, went through all the questions I had. She's um, from, she went to Winthrop, you know, she stayed in Rock Hill, so Coke was a given. No yeah. Pepsi, right. So are you, are you like regular Coke and Pepsi, or are you a Diet uh, Coke no, person? No, I'm a Diet Coke person. Okay. Ah. That's, that's how my wife is. So I, I feel like that should have been a question that I put right under it, but uh, cool. Well, now we know you, and we want to talk a little bit today about therapeutic recreation. Uh, would you just tell us what that term means, what therapeutic recreation is. Sure. Well, 
Uh, therapeutic recreation is just providing uh, meaningful experiences, whether it's uh, sports, whether it's art, whether it's just leisure activities uh, for children and adults with uh, intellectual disabilities, physical disabilities, um, anyone who's interested. So it, it may be they are involved in one of our programs and they're having a great time, but they're learning at the same time. And for example, it could be they learn how to bowl with us and with others of about their ability. And when they learn, then later on, they can go with their family. So what types of um, programs are available through the therapeutic recreation? Uh, we have all, all sorts, um, leisure activities like bowling and bocce and uh, just fun activities, um, parties and events um, to sports. We do partner with Special Olympics. We, we can talk about that later, but with all kinds of sports um, and um, you know, just any kind of fun thing that any individual wants to do, we, we try to offer in our programs. So we, we have some programs listed here that I think you have a hand in. Uh, we'll start with the Miracle League of Rock Hill. And I know that has to do with the newly built Miracle Park, but, but what is the Miracle League? Miracle League is a baseball league, and it is played at Miracle Park on our Miracle Field. A Miracle Field is a field, uh, ours is built with Pebble Flex. It's a soft uh, soft material. Um, there are no barriers. So anyone in a wheelchair with a walker that maybe has a, a different kind of gait, there are no barriers for them to compete. And Miracle League is open for children and adults. Um, and they are put on teams with a coach and uh, everyone hits, everyone runs the bases, and it's just a blast. And then what about the um, Tap Into the Arts program? Tap into the arts. Uh, so TAP stands for Therapeutic Arts Programs. We started that because we were very heavy uh, in the arts uh, here in Rock Hill with therapeutic arts. And we wanted a way to uh, let the participants showcase their abilities. So uh, that event was created some years ago. This this year it'll be held uh, November 15th. But it is an, it is an art show where... Um, our participants um, it, it can display the arts that they've made. It may be pottery, it may be uh, pictures that they've taken, um, all kinds of visual arts. Uh, we also have a therapeutic dance troupe and they perform and uh, showcase that. Um, so it's an art show. Um, the great thing about some of these artists is they, through our partnership with Special Olympics, um, they are able to make a little bit of money from the things that they make. So um, that's a great event. So we, I want to come back to the programs in a second, but I want to step back to therapeutic recreation for a second. So whether it's the Miracle League or Tap Into the Arts, uh, I know therapy, by definition, you know, talks about to relieve or, or to relieve or heal something. So mm -hmm. is that kind of what these activities do, you know, whether it, these people with uh, intellectual and physical disabilities, it kind of helps uh provide some relief and activities and leagues for them to play in and things to do sure well you know um it's a great um providing relief it's a great stress reliever it's a great you know anytime you're around with people that you uh like and enjoy and uh, of your likability um they are um they're interacting with each other maybe we've got some that don't 
uh, they don't do well in a large group. So they start with a smaller group and they uh, interacting with each other, having a great time. Uh, they don't know it, but we're working on, you know, fine motor skills, large motor skills. Um, so all sorts of things to improve their abilities, improve their physical fitness. Uh, we've got some that do not like to exercise at all, but we take them to uh, a gym or a miracle park. We've got some music blaring and we're all laughing and having fun. We know they've walked two miles. They don't realize they were exercising. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. I can imagine it's like um, almost a safe or a comfort zone for them as well. I think so. They, you know, they've made so many friend groups um, and uh, they just they just have such a great time and it's just a time to to be together and to have fun and to chit chat and um it's really been a great thing do you have a favorite story or two from all these different programs and events you've done that that stick out and that you share with people to really encapsulate what this all stands for well um you know favorite story or favorite memories there are just so many of them but the uh, some of my favorite things are that in working with our programs or partnering with Special Olympics, which has been able to provide um, athletic competition for individuals in Rock Hill who otherwise would not be able. But we have got some athletes that have been to uh, Minnesota, have been to Seattle, New Jersey, Iowa, even went to uh, Ireland, our Special mm. Olympic soccer team competed in Ireland. Wow. And I guess, you know, for someone who has not had an experience like that or had never been out of Rock Hill, um, I know that when they went to Ireland, they asked, um, are you going to drive us in the van there? And we had mm. to explain, no, you've got to fly. So that was their first time flying. Mm. So what, you know, and the um, just the just the experience of doing that um has just been really great all right well we, well we went big picture for a second we'll come back to the programs we've done miracle league and tap into the arts uh, what is the mary mosaic studio that is a very cool art studio held at um boyd hill recreation center um it is a dedicated art space where anyone of any ability really can come in and create art We've got, uh, we've got uh, someone there that can help them, an instructor. But if someone wants to come in and uh, do their own thing, we have the space there. Um, we uh, create pottery there. We have the kilns there where we can fire it. They can do everything they need to do. Um, we've created all kinds of different things, and it's just a very cool space. And it's a space where I think some of our individuals come, and they just feel safe there, and they know they can sit in there and, and do what they like to do and um it's been a that's been a really a really great thing for our participants so we have the arts side of things kind of got that covered and there are some it looks like some camp opportunities so can you explain what the kinder arc slash camp arc is sure uh kinder arc is for children ages uh three to five and um the the reason for creating that and and you know it's we created it for children before the age of six when they can attend camp arc kinder arc meets twice a week um, for uh, about two and a half hours a day uh, in the summer and the purpose is to um to uh, let them um, 
of course, have a great time and do fun activities, but to reinforce the things that they've learned during the school year. Um, when you're that young and maybe you have an intellectual disability, then uh, consistency is the key. So um, just through fun activities and, and play and um, all sorts of things, um, that is a program that we do for for the very young children. And then once they are six years old, they can attend Camp Arc. Uh, camp Arc is just a, a summer camp like any other camp. It meets uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 2. Um, Camp Arc started as a camp for children and adults with disabilities, um, actually started in 1970. In uh, 1997, though, we mainstreamed it, where it was not only children or adults with disabilities attending camp, but um, we have those that do not have a disability attend. And um, it has worked so well. Uh, the children that do have a disability um, love playing with their, you know, their peers, their their others that they see at school, and it is such a great experience for the children that do not have a disability to be able to s spend time with those um, that do. Uh, they of course learn a lot. Uh, both of them learn from each other, um, but that that program is they offer sports and games, arts and crafts. They eat lunch outside. They swim. They do field trips, just like just like any other summer camp. And is that all staffed like by um, PRT staff or volunteers? It is, right. It is staffed by Rock Hill Parks Recreation and Tourism. Um, we do we do have some volunteers, but um, right we we maintain and hire um, all of the people that work, and okay. um, it is it's one of PRT's programs. So that's those are a lot of great organizations, a lot of good things going on, uh, but I'm sure that's not something. You know, you can do all by yourself. You have to have some partners, some organizations who have their uh, hands helping with that. Who, who are some of the people who help you guys out? We do. We have uh, we partner um, with Rock Hill Schools, of course. Um, we do have one of our programs is um, we call it just an in-school program. Uh, COVID did um, stop a little bit of it for a while, but we have started back up. We go into the classroom rather than the teachers having to get a bus and, and get to us, we'll go into the classroom. Uh, right now we're working with a class at South Point High School uh, doing pottery with them. And um, it, when we are able to take them out and, and uh, it may be that we uh, pick them up on a bus, take them to Miracle Park or to a, um, to a site out in the community where they're learning about things. Um, so we work with the Rock Hill Schools we work with Max Abilities, uh, Winthrop University. Um, we've got we've got many partners. Do you so something like the class, the pottery class at South Point? Does that fill up pretty quickly, or do you have a good bit of participants in that? Well, we we so we, we'll serve everyone in that particular class. Oh, okay. Um, now I will say that we do have um, teachers that reach out to us and want a program. We will normally do uh, we will do the program for six weeks, once a week. And there are some times um, it becomes so popular that that we have to uh, delay a certain class until maybe the next school year. But um, those those programs stay very busy. So Miracle Park is it's it's not its own entity. It kind of is all encompassing, you know, with PRT and everything. But it's so large, and there's so much that goes there goes on there that it kind of stands alone. So can you touch on what all goes on there? I can. Yes. 
Um, we have, so Miracle Park opened in September. Um, it's being built in three phases. This first phase, um, if you go out there that you'll see, uh, the playground has been fantastic. Uh, the Miracle Field, uh, we have an additional grass field, uh, the restrooms, the concessions, the office. Um, but uh, our recreation programmer out there is Terry Hagen, and she has been great at planning lots of activities. Uh, things like uh, cards in the park, um, art in the park. Uh, the library comes and uh, brings a bookmobile and does story time. Um, exercise programs, um, just all kinds of things. I know this summer we want to take camps out there, um, possibly have concerts, and just, um, you know, lots of special events, lots of holiday events. Um, so we've got a lot, a lot happening out there. And since the that park's completion, it's been pretty well received by the community, would you say? It has been extremely well received. Um, and, you know, we're so fortunate that it was built. Um, Rock Hill Parks Recreation Tourism took over, after it was built, took over the programming and the maintenance and the operating of the park. Uh, the... Um, the York County Disabilities Foundation is the one that did the fundraising for the park uh, through a partnership with them and with Winthrop University and the city. Um, and um, it, it is just, the community has just been so supportive. Um, Rock Hill is such a great community to live and, and that's just one of the reasons. And right now there's a miracle field and a playground. Uh, what do you guys have planned moving forward to fill out that space? Sure. Well, in the second phase, uh, there will be a golf area. Um, there will also be a fishing area. Um, there will be a, uh, the Panthers have given some money for a Play 60 challenge course. This particular challenge course will be, uh, they will keep in mind disabilities and design it uh, in that fashion. Uh, and a second miracle field will be built. Um, so it's really going to be expanded with lots of great activities. Uh, and then the last and final phase is the third phase, and that's going to include a retail component. Really? Um, and um, not exactly sure um, yet how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out, but it uh, may be a space that employs um, those with disabilities, um, and maybe broken up into different areas. But that's going to be a really great uh, opportunity. Uh, we already have um, someone with a disability is working in our concession stand, and we're looking forward to increasing that. And um, so that's going to be that's going to be a great thing. So when um, I guess projected all phases to be completed, you know I am not sure. There hasn't been a time set okay. on that. Um, so um, I'm just not sure how how far down the road we're looking. Gotcha. Um, so the Special Olympic Spring Games, when are those, um, you know, can anyone come and watch and where are those located at? Sure. Uh, the Spring Games will be held May 13th. They're going to be at Cherry Park. They'll start at 10 a.m. Um, we would love for anyone to come uh, and just watch if they'd like. We definitely need volunteers. Uh, we do um, have a lot of PRT and city staff that help us with that uh, event, um, but we do need volunteers at such a large event. This particular year will be a, a little bit different in that um, it will only be Rock Hill schools uh, attending, um, and 
uh, adults in our area with with special needs. Um, we were not this year able this year to include uh, the other counties, Chester County, uh, Lancaster County, um, but um, it'll start at 10. It'll be over around uh, 1 or one thirty. If anyone would like to volunteer, they can uh, contact Parks Recreation Tourism. They can contact me. Um, I can get them in touch with different coordinators, and um, we'd love for everyone to come out. How many athletes do you usually have participating across different events? Well, for a for a normal year when we've got all of uh, York County, um, Lancaster, and Chester um, uh, here, we have um, around 1,100 athletes. Um, so it does require um, a good bit of uh, a good bit of volunteers to help us with that. Um, but there are multiple, multiple events. Um, it's just a great time. It's time uh, for them not only to compete, but to see their friends, to see their buddies, to, to play to, in addition to the sports they're doing. Um, it's just a wonderful time for everybody. Well, what are some of those events? I know you've touched on the soccer team went to Ireland, but what, mm-hmm. what other competitions? Uh, well, as far as the spring games, uh, we will have a softball throw, um, 50-yard dash, uh, 100-meter dash, um, um, standing long jump, um, developmental events for those that may be in a wheelchair. Um, And uh, we have clinics for uh, the younger age. Um, You have to be seven years old to participate in Special Olympics. So we will have clinics for three to five-year-olds, six to seven-year-olds, and um, so that everybody in the, in the, school classes can come and attend so will you be attending the um special olympics usa games this year in orlando i will i'm i'm uh so excited and feel very fortunate about it uh rock hill has 23 uh athletes and coaches uh going this year um our i I actually uh, help coach the soccer team um, we also have uh, athletes going in bocce and aquatics. Um, we have uh, uh, special Olympic sports can be traditional sports where it's all special Olympians on a team or it can be unified mm. where you've got um, half, for example, the soccer team, half of the athletes are special Olympians and half are not. So um, when you have unified sports, the um, special Olympics athletes and the partners should be of about a like ability. Um, and uh, we also have that in bocce, but um, it's going to be held in Orlando. Uh, we are so excited. Um, I mean, it, the competition is fierce <laughs> when we are competing against all these other states. Uh, but we are so looking forward to it. Our our teams are practicing hard, and um, we hope we all come home with medals. Um, so you being a part of um, the soccer team and helping coach that, what is the most rewarding part um, of that for you? I would say that when um, you've got some special athletes on the teams and they start out with, uh, you know, maybe their abilities are, are not quite up to par or or not what they want to be um and through consistency and and working and um and that you see their skills improving and you see their confidence and their self-esteem and you know how they feel about themselves i mean that is just the best and and you know um 
it's the same thing for the partners that are working with them. They are just, you know, they just absolutely love it. And you, when they're out there on the field playing, you don't see the difference. You you don't you don't differentiate between the special Olympics athletes and the partners. They are all one unified group working together, and it's just a great thing. I was looking up a story over here that I remember about the Special Olympics. I thought we had had someone go overseas and win a gold medal. Uh, Josh Myers. Yes, Josh and Josh uh, uh, and our a golfer Scott Rohr went okay. to Abu Dhabi. Yes, and uh, competed, um, and they did absolutely fantastic. Um, Josh is just an awesome athlete, an awesome person. Um, his speaking ability is just uh, so great. But he is actually uh, for the USA Games in Orlando competing in soccer. And okay. uh, if you've seen him, you know. So he did weightlifting is what I'm reading. And he's, oh, my God. He's a big guy. Like, yeah. he stands a yes. few inches taller than I do. And he's playing soccer, you said? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will tell you, when, when he runs down the field and the ball is coming up and someone's uh, uh, coming up to him, all he, ha- all, he ha- all he has to do is uh, make some noise, and uh, <laughs> and everybody runs away. I was going to ask what position he played. I'm guessing like a. Well, he's yeah. he actually plays defense. Okay. Um, but he does a great job. He is a fantastic uh, power lifter. He yeah. has competed in that and other games, um, and uh, he's just a he's just a great guy. So how long have you been involved in something like the Special Olympics? Because I can imagine seeing these athletes grow is really cool for you to to kind of witness that i mean you're a part of their success essentially i'm sure you're a well um i actually started with special olympics in college um, okay. and have been very fortunate that through my job um i've been able to continue that and do some of that as well um and so you know about 35 years or so uh, some of the guys, particularly on the soccer team, I knew them when they were playing soccer with us or doing other programs when they were eight and nine years old. Wow. And they are in their 40s now. Mm. Um, so just to see the how they've grown, how they've progressed, um, is it's just been a wonderful thing. That's awesome. I can imagine with how large these events are, volunteers are needed. So everybody hit up Garnet to volunteer for these opportunities. Yes, they can. They can give give me a call. They can call uh, Boyd Hill Center and talk with Wendy Waddle or Scott Winsky or Terry Hagen out at Miracle Park. We'll we'll get them the information they need, and and we would love to have all the volunteers. So to expand on that a little, if you had eleven hundred athletes mm-hmm. doing your Special Olympics. How many volunteers would that take? <laughs> well, we typically get around, um, I would say, eight to nine hundred volunteers. Wow! Um, and uh, we we need that for a successful event. Um, so we're um, I think it's going to be great this year. It's a little later in the year, uh, but that that is fine. Um, and we're we're looking forward to a really really great event. Is there anything that we missed or that you'd like to add? Um. I don't think so. I um, have loved being with Rock Hill PRT. Um, you know, it's just uh, Rock Hill PRT in the city of Rock Hill um, has been a great, a great job for me, a great job for my family. We just have a great department. I think everybody knows that, or I hope they do. And um, we just, I'm very, I feel very fortunate. Well, thank you so much, Garnet, for uh, joining us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. 
Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.